0: works away from us. Into them here, he's bowled him! Mitchell Stark takes leg stump out of the ground to finish the Test match. Josh Tung, who did a lot right at number 10, knocked over for 19. England bowled out for 327. Australia have held their nerve. After four years ago, so much trauma at Headingley, they were tested today by Ben Stokes. But there isn't to be a second miracle. Australia go 2 0 up here at Lords. Well, then, you heard the booze in the background, and that is anything but Lords. That just does not happen at the home of cricket. Normally, they accept uh, pretty much everything in their stride, the fans, but not so the case. Uh, the end result yes, Australia did ridden the test match. They won by 43 runs. They're 2 0 up in the Ashes series. Uh, but this uh, test match will be remembered for. A number of things, really, as always, uh, but one or two very weird happenings. And joining us now is uh, a regular contributor to our show, Dean Wilson, terrific bloke, Daily Mirror cricket correspondent who witnessed a lot over the years, I think it's fair to say. Dean, good evening to you. Thanks for staying up.
1: Yeah, hi, Smithy. Good to hear from you, mate. You are right?
0: Yeah, I'm pretty cool. Um, As I said in that little intro there, you don't often hear booing at Lords. Uh, It's just not the done thing. But it was there for hours. It seemed um, today, uh, your time. What what have you made of all this, and what's the general feeling in the press box uh, as a result of the Bearstow incident, for a start?
1: Well, you're right about laws. It's normally a much quieter affair. I don't think that the last time I heard noise anything like this maybe was around the no ball controversy back in 2010 when uh, Pakistan played and. Uh, that blew up, but uh, even that wasn't quite as severe as as this. I mean, they really did go to town today. I genuinely haven't heard Lords like that ever, ever before. It was a slightly different Lords crowd because today was day five, and uh, normally day five tickets uh, don't sell out and you know don't don't get taken up. But because it's the Ashes, quite a few people have taken a, a bit of a punt and paid. Their money in advance, so it was a bit more of a, I'd say a, a, a rounded crowd than uh, than just sort of the members and and guests. Um, but look, it, I, in the press box, it was uh, yeah, it was it was quite something. Well, I think first of all, we were delighted that there was such controversy because, of course, uh, that's what you know that's our business, you know, writing about stories and and getting stuck into to things like this. So uh, the, the journalist inside me certainly was was interested in, in that but uh, in terms of kind of which side of the moral argument you want to stand on uh, look i think it was split i mean you as you can imagine largely along national lines um but i think that you know you can argue very strongly both ways you, you can say that you know johnny best should have stayed in his crease and and if he'd done so uh he wouldn't have uh, given Carey that opportunity, uh, likewise, you know he wasn't looking to take a run. He'd marked out his, you know, that little moment of rubbing the spike behind the uh, behind the crease to say, you know, that was that, and, and I'm going to go and have a chat with my uh, with my teammate. So, uh, Alex Carey was being a little sharp there. So, um, yeah, which depending on your allegiance, I think you can argue it argue it both ways.
0: Yeah, I think, and and there will be debates, uh, great debates as well about the whole thing, but uh, the upshot is of course, Steen that um, England now find themselves 2-0 down. What do you think um, they perhaps uh, could have done a wee bit better in this Test match, bearing in mind they did have the, um, the advantage that they didn't have to counter Nathan Lyon in that second innings?
1: Yeah, look I, I think it, in the cold light of day um the 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 Berstow incident wasn't really the kind of defining or, or deciding factor I think Australia probably uh, would have won anyway but I think it was down to the first innings both with uh, with ball and bat England won a good toss under cloudy skies and and, and have normally got the the weaponry to to make it count but uh, England were England's bowlers were surprisingly uh, ineffective uh, with the Duke's ball on on day one, um, and then when they you know kind of got themselves back into things uh, bowled Australia out for 416 with the bat they were looking pretty good actually. And England had got themselves into a really competitive situation. Uh, Nathan Lyon had, had just hobbled off with his uh, calf strain. Uh, England, I think we're about 188 for one. Ollie Pope and uh, Ben Duckett well set, um, and Pope played the most extraordinary hook shot, um, going low to high, absolutely intending and trying to hit the ball for six. Part of the the Baz ball attacking, entertaining, uh, shot making style uh, didn't connect enough, and and got caught. And really, that just kind of opened the floodgates for a a curious session. And I think England, when you talk about what could they have done better, I just think they could have been a little bit smarter at that situation, knowing that Australia were going for this short ball tactic. It's hard work bowling short. You know, fast bowlers will tell you you don't want to do it too often, uh, and so they just had to sit in for that little period. Let them tire themselves out a bit, knowing that Nathan Lyons not available to bowl in the rest of the innings, or indeed in the fourth innings. Uh, and England, I think, could have taken real advantage. Could have been, you know, really ruthless there, and and they weren't. And I think that ultimately is is where they uh, is where they went wrong.
0: Dean, a remarkable performance by Ben Stokes again. Couldn't get the job done as he'd done it headingly previously. But uh, I just wonder how poor a, a player these days is Stuart Broad. He's a bloke who scored 169, batting at number nine in a test match. Uh, how poor is he at number eight that you have to protect him to the extent that you're turning down the amount of runs England did?
1: Yeah, a, a curious one that because I think uh, Stuart Broad probably, um, well, Stuart Broad did kind of grow in confidence, as all batters do, uh, you know, if, if you're not a top-order batsman, the, the longer you spend in the middle, the, the easier it becomes. And and to see Ben Stokes turning down as many runs as he did, uh, as you say, um, wasn't a, a huge vote of thanks, or vote, vote of confidence, I should say, uh, for Stuart. I think the fact is that Stuart... Um, he, he, he struggled a little bit after he got that hundred. He struggled a little bit with the short ball against uh, the quicker bowlers. He got hit in the face um, a few years ago by Varun Aaron of India, and that kind of really rocked his his batting confidence. I think he, he's probably slightly, uh, um, yeah, a less confident player than he than he was. But I also think that Ben Stokes was taking responsibility and taking. The job on himself and I think that he felt he kind of just got in went into that headingly mode again where he just felt like you know he was going to be the one to get England over the line and it really was Ben Stokes or bust unless you know he would got it down to I don't know 20 runs or or, or fewer Um, he couldn't do it he couldn't get England over the line it's always going to be tough when you're playing the shots that he was trying to play but still to score 155 batting the way he was I mean this was you know Ben Stokes of old we haven't really seen this for a little while due to um captaincy due to injury due to you know what he's actually capable of doing so he did really roll the years back and it was a, a phenomenal few hours um the fans booing away you know getting stuck into the Aussies the, the Aussie players as well just you know having a bit of a wobble maybe thinking and remem- remembering what happened at uh, Headingley. I mean Steve Smith dropped a catch for goodness sake I mean Steve Smith he doesn't drop anything um, mm. so yeah it was a, a an awesome few hours really entertaining for all sorts of different reasons uh, but as you say Ben Stokes has probably used up um, a fair amount of his miracle quotient I think
0: Right, let's uh, look at uh, the style of cricket now um, Up until this series, uh, baseball for want of a better term The style of cricket England want to play anyway uh, Has been very well received, very well accepted And pretty damn successful along the way, Dean I just wonder now what people are saying about it um, All, you know, batting down the hatches type cricket I just wonder what England fans are saying about it now being 2 nil down
1: well, look, I think it's been really interesting to to see the the sort of change in in response. Um, I, I think there are a number of people out there who, who found it very confusing and discombobulating, and, and actually almost wanted to see it fail not not because they want to see England fail, but just because they, they couldn't quite compute that. Test cricket could be played in such a way with such freedom and, and be quite so much fun and there'd be no consequences. So I, I think the idea that actually England might be getting a little bit of, uh, you know, taste of, 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 of Aussie medicine, um, you know, kind of resets and, and and makes them think, yeah, test cricket is hard. But, but also, I think because it's the Australians, because it's the Ashes, God, it just it means so much more uh you know whether it's right or wrong you know is almost irrelevant it just does and walking to and from the ground over the the first three or four days of this game you know fans were really disappointed england were play, were behind the eight ball and fans were really disappointed with it you know they just they didn't want england to be giving up or felt like giving up the ashes quite so uh, easily and and and, Austra- and essentially getting australia back into into games um but look, my personal view, I've loved it the last year or so. It's been terrific to see, you know, being in Pakistan and watching them score 500 in a day just kind of blew my mind. And uh, I've absolutely loved watching it. Um, and I still think it is the it is the way to go in terms of being more attacking and being more positive um, because that's the nature of the, game, the players that they've got. However, there is always room for a bit of adaptation. There's always room to read the game and to use your experience and your nous and your knowledge uh, to impact uh, as best you can for your team. Uh, and one thing I would say is that Owen Morgan, we, we, we've talked a bit about Owen Morgan and what he did for the White Bull team back in 2015. And, and, and he began by really preaching this kind of uh, shoot for the stars, you know, just go for it, go for it. Don't worry if we get bowled out for hundred, it doesn't matter. But ultimately that white ball team refined their cricket. They weren't just crash, bang, wallop. They didn't win the t- uh, 2019 World Cup by playing crash, bang, wallop cricket. They had to be smarter and play smarter cricket. That is the journey I think the test team are on. Uh, and it's just a matter of when they get that, that smartness.
0: Um, just uh, finally, Dana, before we, we let you to get to bed, mate, um, and thanks again for staying up. Um, what about n- uh, now for England? Uh, they have to win the next three. Otherwise, the Ashes uh, will remain in Australia's position as such. Uh, any changes? Do you, th- do you perceive um, Brendan making any changes? I mean, he's, he has played the faithful card throughout this whole process. <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean, they, they have been faithful. I think there will be. At least one change, um, because I think uh, Mark Wood has to get involved. Mark Wood's got to get involved in, in the series now. Um, I think they were probably, tr- you know, they have been looking to just keep him back and, until he, either they had to get, take a bit of a gamble with him or, or until uh, he's good to go. Now is the time that they have to unleash him, try and hit Australia with that pace try and, you know, hit back a, a bit of extra firepower. They had a, a little bit of pace with Josh Tung in this game. And Josh Tung, I think, is, is really is one for the future. I think he showed that he can, he can cope with the demands of, of, of Ashes cricket. And uh, I'm, I'm feeling pretty positive about him. I think probably Jimmy Anderson will have a blow at Headingley um, just in terms of uh, trying to give him... A chance to get himself back in in some order for for Old Trafford. The back-to-back nature of the matches kind of makes it quite tough, uh, and then. Possibly they, they might tinker a little bit with, with Ollie Robinson and, and Chris Stokes. Chris, uh, Chris Stokes. Chris Wokes. Um, he's also in the squad. Uh, and I think they'll just see how much all those bounces that England bowled at Australia, how, many, how much that's taken out of, uh, of the seam attack um, and freshen that up a little bit. Also, Ollie Pope, I think, is struggling with his shoulder um you know he injured it in the first innings in the field and then also did it again in uh, in the second uh, was in real pain while he was batting so i think uh, they'll be uh, perhaps a little bit wary of going into the game with an injured uh, number 3 uh, i think they've got dan lawrence as the spare batter who look you know dan lawrence absolutely plays this style of cricket as well i think dan lawrence um won't be overawed by the that He's a very kind of cool customer and he will give that ball a smack as well. So I think we could see him playing up at Headingley. So, yeah, a couple of changes. Uh, but England just have to, you know, have to go hard or go home now. It's uh, all or nothing.
0: Dean Wilson, always great to catch up with you, mate. Uh, as again, thank you very much for, for staying up and giving us an, an update uh, on the situation there. Controversial day as well, but uh, in the end, Australia just a wee bit too powerful to know up. Uh, Dean, uh, thanks very much. Uh, enjoy headingly.
1: Yeah, all right. Cheers, Matthew.